Hey, John. We're back. Backtrack, Aerosmith Revisited. How are you doing? You, you are just like, what? Have some fucking coffee. What's the matter with you? This is the 18th show we've recorded today, and I'm just, I'm wiped. I wish you would just let me go to bed. Listen, you're the producer. You're supposed to be the one doing the schedule. I just show up, dude. Oh, man. What was I thinking? 18 shows in one day? That's crazy. I'm just kidding, everybody. Welcome to Backtracks, Aerosmith Revisited. I totally just forgot what my intro was going to be, so I just let the music play. My name is Corey Morrison. I'm the worst producer in podcasting history, joined, as always, by St. John, John Mariano. How are you tonight, John? I'm good. I started off these last two shows with quotes, mm-hmm. and I'm getting lazy. And, you know, as lazy as your intro on the way in is how lazy I am in my prep for the show tonight. Perfect. Is I, I am just here showing up. I'm, I'm a little annoyed that you came in so flat, but I'm glad that you're bringing the energy now. Uh, I'm here just so I don't get fined. Well, well that's good. Um, everybody, welcome back. Uh, Corey's going to light it up with some Ken Knapsack talk in a second, and then we're going to get into some Aerosmith talk. That's right. And speaking of Ken Knapsack, what did I say? Ken Knapsack. Let's talk about pop rock and radio. This is Ken Knapsack's Pop Rock and Radio, the big hits, album cuts, and B-sides from the rock and pop world that make up the soundtracks of our lives. Look for live shows and make requests. Sing, dance, and celebrate the music with the Pop Rock and Radio community. Uh, John, I butchered that so bad. Maybe next week you should do the Pop Rock and Radio uh, copy. No, because I, I have different copy here. It's not actually a copy. I'm going to do this on the fly. Okay. But one, one of the things that we don't plug for Ken that we probably should a little bit more is for the Four Center podcast mm-hmm. um, with, with with Ken Napsack, Joseph Scrimshaw, and Jennifer Landa, bringing bring, bring all your Star Wars news and insights. Um, they 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 talk about. It. I want to talk about say they talk about it in a positive way. They're, they're truly fans of Star Wars that 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 celebrate Star Wars in in all the glorious ways that you want it celebrated. So if you're into that, if you're into celebrating things. Then by all means tune into the Four Center podcast and get all your Star Wars goodies from them. Very well said. I know when I'm looking for Star Wars content, I'm looking for positive because I like Star Wars. And I'm not looking for everybody to shit on the prequels uh, or or the, the the sequel trilogy or anything like that. I'm looking for positive talk. And and Ken and Joseph and, and Jennifer, they have the best, I think the best Star Trek or Star I've said Star Trek, Star Wars podcast out there right now. So, uh, you, you know, you're trying not to upset the fans. It's it's a good thing that this is an Aerosmith podcast and not like, oh, uh, I'm talking about Steven Tyler and Joe Joe Perry from ACDC because that's kind of what you just tripped over there. Corey. I know, I know. I'm doing such a bad job. First, I did. There was a whole bone to bone, bone on bone, uh, fuck up uh, for, from from weeks back, and and now this. Um, I imagine you're trying to replace me. Uh, who would you like to replace me with? We've had. Uh, a couple of good guests on this show. We got some good buddies in the podcasting world. Um, who should maybe be taking my place here? I I, I would honestly um, stretch Armstrong would be a candidate. Um, I I would also consider like like Oscar the Grouch. Um, any inanimate object okay. that um, doesn't really add much or more more or less detract. From the show is what I'd probably go for first. You, you really know how, how to make a guy feel special. 
Well, that's what I'm here to do, dude. I don't like you, but I love you. Well, hey, I love you, buddy. Even though you're trying to get rid of me. That's half true. That's right. It's half true about you. So I'll yeah. let you figure that out. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, we'll we'll just leave it uh, ambiguous. Uh, what do you say for one more week before you replace me with an inanimate object? Let's roll the dice and see what kind of Aerosmith song we're going to talk about here tonight. Our choices are uh, I Want to Know Why from Draw the Line, Eat the Rich, Theme from Spider-Man, Pink, Walking the Dog, and Sick as a Dog. John, is there anything in particular you're looking forward to tonight? I still want to get those fucking dog tracks going, dude. <laughs> and you're the ones that put them on there, too. I know, but like I didn't think they last this long. <laughs> They've been on there forever. I know last week, I manifested my choice. I said, I want Girl Keeps Coming Apart, and it came up. So, John, out of those two, which one are you really pulling for? Let's see if we can get on the die here tonight. Uh, I'm going to go with Sick as a Dog. All right, let's roll the dice and see what we come up with. And it's going to be, I want to know why, from Draw the Line, the dice again has forsaken John Mariano. You know, it's the dog days of summer. It's probably the dog days of fall at this point. Might be Christmas he, for all I know. So, so he, here we are, and the, I just want to know why you put the song on the uh, die. You want to know why? Because we hadn't done a song off Draw the Line yet, which was recorded uh, 1977, released December 9th, 1997, uh, produced by Jack Douglas and Aerosmith. Uh, the big song on here, obviously, was Draw the Line. Uh, that was the big single. Uh, also, Kings and Queens uh, was released off this album, and uh, Get It Up. Uh, we're, we're the three singles off here. Uh, John, what are your recollections of Draw the Line? Uh, as an album, I don't know if I've ever listened to the album start to end. I've, I've definitely heard every song off of it, but more. But, but usually I like to shuffle my songs when I listen. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I just, I'll throw on my Aerosmith playlist and just hear things kind of out of order, which is probably blasphemous to some fans. But, you know, well, well, welcome to the new millennium. That's how we listen to music nowadays. Yep. Uh, I just remember um, the, the book, uh, Walk This Way, uh, talked about these sessions that the band was pretty messed up uh, in 1977. Um, Toys in the Attic came out in 75, Rocks in 76. Those, those were kind of the, the high points, I think, of Aerosmith in the 70s. And, um, you know, their, their lifestyle, I think, really got in the way uh, in the recording of this one. Uh, the drug use really took its toll. Um, I, I, and I'm looking at a quote here uh, from Stephen Davis's book, Walk, the, uh, Walk This Way, from Joe Perry, where he said, quote, we were drug addicts dabbling in music rather than musicians dabbling in drugs. Uh, so the, the album would eventually uh, go platinum, selling over uh, a million copies. But um, uh, Joe Perry often referred to this album as the decay of their artistry. So... Uh, Aside from Draw the Line, that's really, and Kings and Queens were, were the two recognizable tracks off this one. Uh, I haven't heard I Want to Know Why in, in quite a long time. No, I, I think I think we should we should go ahead and listen to it. Um, you, you know, Kings and Queens is my, probably my favorite track off this album, mm-hmm. but I'm keeping an open mind. All right. This is I Want to Know Why from 1977's Draw the Line.
right, John, your initial impressions. Well, I, I, I do listen to the song enough. Um, and for me, this is a very, I mean this respectfully, this is what I would consider a middle-of-the-road Aerosmith song. And it's, it's, it's not a good or bad take. It's, it's what I expect from the band. It's what I think the band sounds like. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't have a uniqueness to it enough that ma- makes it stand out among their best, but it's, it, it's a stalwart that, that, you know, I don't skip when, 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 I, when I'm listening to a bunch of songs. Is it kind of paint by numbers, Aerosmith? Uh, it's got a good boogie woogie beat to it. Uh, Steven sounds good. Lyrically, it's fine. Uh, like you said, nothing really standing out about it, but it's just kind of middle of the pack. Uh, but, Dr. But, but, too. but but I feel like paint by numbers is a little almost offensive to the song because, because to me, a standard, like, like an Aerosmith standard, what you expect out of Aerosmith, it's not Aerosmith going through the motions, but I think paint by numbers kind of insinuates, right? Okay. If the Aerosmith energy is there, it's Aerosmith showing up, and this is what you expect out of Aerosmith, but it's not necessarily giving you more than you expect out of Aerosmith. See, and I, I think it is made by numbers. I think this is Aerosmith going through the motions. This sounds like Aerosmith with very little creativity or energy put into this track, right? Even lyrically, kicking down the road, feeling mighty slowed with the likes of you, getting mighty space, never had a taste of what you're going through. Pretty simple lyrics for, for Steven Tyler. Uh, the, the riff was simple. Um, the production sounds simple. Um, you know, this isn't elevated Aerosmith by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's kind of cookie cutter for him. I feel like you're just being a negative Nancy right now. And you're the one that came in tonight grumpy, not me. Did you come in flat? I, I came in flat, but not grumpy. I was still quite happy. I was, I was fine until you came in flat. Oh, I see. Saying. So I ruined the whole show. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. Okay. Gotcha. So, so, so you're trying to tell me that even even with all this jazzy piano going on, you you, you feel like this is very paint by numbers. Uh, before the piano, yes. Uh, w- once the piano came in, uh, changed my mind a little bit. The piano was a very nice touch. Yeah, it, it, it's. It, I I think it's it's a produced Aerosmith song. Um, you, you can say what you will. You can critique it the way you want to critique it, Corey. Like I said. I stand by that this is a what you expect out of the band. Whether or not this is going to make the mixtape, I'm not sure. This is what I would call a bubble song. Okay. Uh, for me, it's maybe a little bit below that, although the uh, piano does elevate it quite a bit. I love me some good uh, honky-tonk piano, and there's some great stuff in here.
again, after I, I said the lyrics are kind of cookie cutter too, he breaks out, E Poe, Eaton Crow, wonder if he knowed that the Raven was mad. I, I really kind of love that verse. I, I feel like you 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 mixed up restraint at the top of this song <laughs> with, 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 with phoning it in. I don't know if I did. Beginning with phoned it in, but it, it's maybe turning my, my opinion a little bit here. We got lyrically, it got a little more interesting. The piano made things interesting. There's going to be some saxophone coming up. And the band does sound, for being as whacked out as they were at this point, sound pretty tight. Cow, like Joe was really low in the mixer, wasn't he? Is that my headphones, or did you hear something similar? No, I heard something similar. I really liked what I was hearing, but it was, it was not, you know, not as loud as I wanted it to be. Right. Very buried in the mix, which kind of surprised me because you expect like a scorching uh, Joe Perry solo to kind of be uh, really ahead in the mix, but uh, this was really buried, uh, which I find kind of surprising. Remember, this is kind of the end of the. Uh, the Jack Douglas collaboration too for quite a while for Aerosmith, uh, this album. So uh, not that that had anything to do with this. I'm speculating, of course, but it's just kind of interesting. What did that sound like to you? Because all I heard was no more, no more. Yeah, it, it was, it was like that. I'll give it to you there. It's a bit phoning it in towards the end. Um, it's the first time you're going to get me to admit it on this track. Um, I'm still on the bubble on whether or not it's going to make the mixtape or not. Um, let's, let's, let, let's wrap it up. We got another couple of seconds here and then we can really discuss it. You got it. Boy, there's that saxophone at the end. You really didn't hear it much in the track, but uh, in, in the in the outro there, you got a little bit of it. Uh, John, draw the line, 1977. That's I Want to Know Why. Uh, I want to know why you're going to vote the way you do on this song. Tell us all about it. Uh, look, th th there's a couple of songs we discussed off air before the show started that were on their way out. I could probably make an argument. I enjoy this song more than at least three of them. Um, but do I like them? Do I like the song enough to start that discussion is really where the question's at. Right. Um, I don't know that I feel that strongly about it. Like, I if if, if we're gonna get technical, like, yeah, there's like three or four songs where I could probably put it in there. 
But if you hear the tone of my voice, that's kind of where I'm at. How about you, Corey? I, I'm, I'm a little more definitive than you are. I, I don't think there's a song in the mixtape I would replace with this one. Not that this one was necessarily terrible. Uh, I enjoyed it when it was playing. I just think it was kind of, kind of cookie cutter, kind of stock uh, for Aerosmith. Yeah, there was moments that elevated it. The piano was great. He had that one really good uh, verse, but then it kind of segued into No More, No More at the end. And I don't know, it just kind of came off as a little bit lazy. I think that you like some of the songs on the mixtape more than I do right now. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. So I, I think uh, I think we hold off on that conversation this week of what's coming off. Okay. So, folks, the mixtape's going to remain the t- same. So we are at the I, I want to know why is not going to beat out Lord of the Thighs, Shut Up and Dance, Let the Music Do the Talking, No More, No More, Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees, Nobody's Fault, The Other Side, You Gotta Move, Rats in the Cellar, Permanent Vacation, Janie's Got a Gun, Moving Out, Seasons of Wither, Chip Away the Stone, Just Push Play, Girl Keeps Coming Apart, Sweet Emotion, and Bone to Bone, Coney Island, Whitefish Boy. And you know what? I think that's kind of fair. Like like I said, there's probably three or four I could have made arguments for. I I don't have the fight in me because I don't feel strong enough about this song to get it on there. And uh, I'm totally on board with that, yeah, because I love most of the songs we have on there. I actually love all the songs we have on there, and I wouldn't replace any with I Want to Know Why. But now I got to think, what the hell do I put on the dice for next week? Because uh, I think we've been doing pretty good with our uh, three newer Aerosmith and three older Aerosmiths. So uh, let's see, we currently have uh, three newer with Eat the Rich, Pink, and Theme from Spider-Man. And then we have the two dog songs for the older era. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to go back to Rock in a Hard Place because we've only done uh, the one song off there. So we're going to go back to Rock in a Hard Place. And I'm thinking... Bitches Brew, uh, a Steven Tyler, Jimmy Crespo joint is going to be going on the dice. What do you think of that one? I, look, I, I, I think it's a fun title. And it, it's a tough dice now, right? Like, we, re- we really have to have conversations. You know, at, at some point, we're going to take some songs off and we're going to get yelled at by fans mm-hmm. or, or listeners. Uh, I don't like calling people fans. It's just weird. Exactly, yeah. Um, you don't have fans. Aerosmith has fans. Yeah, yeah, but but we're gonna have listeners get, get, get getting angry at us because we're gonna take some songs off there. They're easily favorites. Um, but what are you gonna do? You know, it's our mixtape. Exactly, it's our mixtape, and yeah, you know what? And I mentioned a couple of titles last time, in like Lord of the Thighs and Seasons of Weather. That diehard Aerosmith fans are gonna say, "How can you ever take those off?" But when you think about eighteen tracks to sum up this band. Uh, you know, it's going to be a very, very tough. And um, you know what, though, Corey, you always ask me on the way out if I have any thoughts. I do have a thought. Okay. Um, if you wanted, I want to know why on the Nick mixtape, we would love to hear from you on Twitter. Yes. About what you would have taken off the mixtape to replace it with. Yes, that's a great idea, John. Absolutely. Let us know. Uh, would I want to know why? Make it on your mixtape. And if so, what's it taking off? Because we're 20, 
eight episodes in and I'm already struggling. I already love our mixtape. I don't really want to take any off, but of course we still got the big hits to go. So uh, this is really going to get challenging. I, I can't even imagine what show 300 is going to be like. Dude, w- welcome to this great concept that we had. It's really going to pigeonhole us, right? Like, what is it time to take off? Janie's got a gun. And what the hell do you replace that with? Well, I, but that's kind of what I was alluding to is like, I feel like that's not going to make my final mixtape. I kind of know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there are songs that may be less popular than Janie's got a gun. I want on the mixtape. Like so I my Janie's got a gun. Huh? I know for a fact, let the music do the talking is going all the way to the final 18. So look, look you, 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 you have delusions that you're going to, still be here by the end to, to make sure that, that 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 stays on but i promise you if you're gonna fight me tooth and nail on it you will be replaced by by, by doc mcstuffins or someone I, I need allies i need somebody to help me fight for that one because it would absolutely make my final 18 so 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 with that Corey, um do you got anything else you want to say that to, to the listeners you know what? I just thank you very much for listening. Thank you for interacting with us on uh, at BT Aerosmith on Twitter. Uh, thank you to all of our friends on the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. They are, of course, uh, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Skinnered Reconsidered, the Deep Purple Podcast, T Bones Prime Cuts, uh, In the Lap of the Pods, The Magicians Podcast, Hawk Binge, Maiden A to Z, Diary of the Mad Men, Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast, Metal Gods Podcast, and and the podcast will rock hosted by yours truly and Mark Meyer. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for checking out those shows. And uh, thank you, John, for joining us once again, for a guy who never wanted a podcast again, we're 28 episodes into this run here. How are you feeling? Exhausted. <laughs> Me too. We got a little bit ways to go though. How you, are we going to make it all the way to the end? I don't know. How, what would you say? We have like 300 of these things to do about that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) There you go. And on that note, folks, as always, let's give the final word to Stephen Tyler on behalf of John Mariano. My name is Corey Morrison. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, Mr. Tyler, here we go. (laughs) 